In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Ghost. Amen. The devotion of the 40 hours intends to honor the 40 hours between the death of our Lord and His most holy resurrection. This devotion can happen at any time during the year, but in many places it is a tradition to have the 40 hours during the three days that precede Lent. But why? Because during these days, the festivities of Carnival take place. The word Carnival comes from the Latin carne levare, which means literally to remove meat, a reminiscent of the time when Lent meant strictly 40 days of a fast and also abstinence. So before fasting and abstaining from meat, the people would feast. Perhaps this custom is started without guile, but with time, the festivities of Carnival became days of excess, excess of food, excess of drink, and all kinds of sins. Don Prosper Geranger said the following in his work called The Liturgical Year, written about 200 years ago. I read, The Church gives a substitute for the frivolous amusements and dangerous pleasures of Carnival, and those of her children upon whom faith has not lost its influence will find in what she offers them a feast surpassing all earthly enjoyments and a means whereby to make amends to God for the insults offered to His Divine Majesty during these days. The Lamb that takes away the sins of the world is exposed upon our altars. Here, on this throne of mercy, he receives the homage of them who come to adore him and acknowledge him for their king. He accepts the repentance of those who come to tell him how grieved they are at having ever, at having ever followed any other master than him. He offers himself to his eternal Father for poor sinners who not only treat his favors with indifference, but seem to have made a resolution to offend him during these days more than any other time of the year. It was the pious Cardinal Gabriel Paleotti, Archbishop of Bologna, who first originated the admirable devotion of the 40 hours. 
He was a contemporary of Saint Charles Borromeo, and like him, was eminent for his pastoral zeal. His object in this solemn exposition of the Most Holy Sacrament was to offer to the Divine Majesty some compensation for the sins of men, and at the very time when the world was busiest in deserving his anger, to appease it by the sight of his own Son, the mediator between heaven and earth. St. Charles immediately introduced the devotion into his own diocese and province. This was in the 15th century. Later on, that is, in the 18th century, Prosper Lambertini was Archbishop of Bologna, and he continued this pious exercise of his predecessor, Paleotti, by encouraging his flock to devotion towards the Blessed Sacrament during the three days of Carnival. And when he was made a Pope under the name of Benedict XIV, he granted many indulgences to all who during these days should visit our Lord in this mystery of his love and should pray for the pardon of sinners. This favor was at first restricted to the faithful of the papal states, but in the year 1763 it was extended by Pope Clement XIII to the Universal Church. Thus the 40 hours devotion has spread throughout the whole world and become one of the most solemn expressions of Catholic piety. Let us then, who have the opportunity, profit by it during these three days of our preparation for Lent. Let us, like Abraham, retire from the distracting dangers of the world and seek the Lord our God. Let us go apart for at least one short hour from the dissipation of earthly enjoyments and kneeling in the presence of our Jesus, merit the grace to keep our hearts innocent and detached. So these are the two main reasons that inspired this devotion of the 40 hours. First of all, in order to give to devout souls a feast that, that would somehow replace the twisted festivities of Carnival. But also, this feast has the goal to help us to prepare for land and to give reparation to the Lord for so many sins. Now, if Carnival was bad in the 15th century, you can imagine today. You might not understand this because Carnival is not, doesn't seem to be a big thing, at least in this state. However, in my own country, the festivities of Carnival constitute a very sinful time of the year. My family used to tell me not even to go outside during this time because people are literally out of their minds. My grandmother would say, 
the devil is free. So we place ourselves before the Lord with this intention to make reparation, to believe for those who do not believe in Him, to adore for those who do not adore Him, to hope for those who do not hope in Him, and to love for those who do not love Him. We would have enough work in order to make reparation only for our own personal sins. We would have a lot of work to make reparation only for ourselves. But we are called to make reparation also for the sins of others. Reparation for the sins of those who do not know God. Reparation for the sins of those who know God, but despise Him. Reparation for the sins of our own family members who are away from God. Reparation to God. Reparation, which is a work of love. The one who does not love God will never understand the idea of reparation. So, my brethren, I think you remember the prayer of reparation that the angel taught the little children at Fatima. My God, I believe, I adore, I hope, and I love Thee. And I ask Thee pardon for those who do not believe, do not adore, do not hope, and do not love Thee. So I would urge you to take this prayer to heart and repeat it many times during these days of Carnival, but also throughout the blessed season of Lent. Let us give our Lord a little bit more love in order to repair for those who despise Him. Amen. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Ghost. Amen.